the moment I'm also working on a, um, a play I've written which I've called Salamander and it's based on uh, the fairy tale The Woman with No Hands and I will be performing it at a scratch night at the Cockpit Theatre in London on the 19th of December so I've been working quite hard on the script and uh, I'm on the third draft but I think that's going to be it and um, uh, I'm working with Tony Hickson and uh, with uh, Natasha um, Natasha Anne Kelleher who's an actress and a poet and she's going to be playing the role of uh, Neighbour and uh, Lavinia, the soul of Lavinia on, on a voiceover which will be played on stage and I will be playing some of the other characters live so I'm looking forward to see how this is going to work. It's been quite an intense process, but I've I've enjoyed it. Um, and um, we'll just just have to see how it's going to work out with me performing on 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 stage live, and then with um, the voiceovers, sounds, and projections under the direction of Tony Hickson. I feel that um, I'm developing a stronger artistic practice now with my acting, writing, drawings and collaborating with other artists. So it's been quite hard but to, I mean, to sort of develop the um, discipline, I suppose, of, you know, being constant and constantly create uh, work, um, even if you when you don't have a, a specific deadline but I'm quite pleased uh, that I'm doing it now anyway I just wanted to thank you the listeners the people who listen to the podcast uh, thank you very much I'm really grateful to you I hope you enjoy the fifth segment from the Snow Queen fairy tale which is called The Little Robber Girl <laughs> Fifth story, the little robber girl. The carriage rolled on into a dark forest. Like a blazing torch, it shone in the eyes of some robbers. They could not bear it. That is gold, mate. That is gold. They sprang forward, seized their horses, killed the little postilions, the coachman and the footman, and dragged little Gerda out of the carriage. How plump and how tender she looks, cried the old robber woman, who had a long bristly beard and long eyebrows that hung down over her eyes. She looks like a fat little lamb. What a dainty dish you will be. As she said this, she drew out her knife, a dreadful flashing thing. Ouch! The old woman howled. At just that moment, her own little daughter had bitten her ear. The little girl whom she carried on her back was a wild and reckless creature. You brat! her mother exclaimed, but he kept her from using that knife on Gerda. She shall play with me, said the little robber girl. She must give me that pretty dress 
she wears, and sleep with me in my bed. And she again gave her mother such a bite that the woman hopped and whirled around in pain. I want to ride in the carriage, the little robber girl said, and ride she did, for she was too spoiled and headstrong for words. She and Gerda climbed into the carriage, and away they drove over stumps and stones into the depths of the forest. The little robber girl was no taller than Gerda, but she was stronger and much broader in the shoulders. Her skin was brown and her eyes cold, black, almost sad in their expression. She put her arms around Gerda and said, They can't kill you unless I get angry with you. I think you must be a princess. No, I'm not, said little Gerda, and she told about all that had happened to her, and how much she cared for little Kay. The robber girl looked at her gravely, gave a little nod of approval, and told her, Even if I should get angry with you, they can't kill you, because I'll do it myself. Then she dried Gerda's eyes. The carriage stopped at last in the courtyard of a robber's castle. The walls of it were cracked from bottom to top. Crows and ravens flew out of every loophole, and bulldogs, huge enough to devour a man, jumped high in the air. But they did not bark, for that was forbidden. In the middle of the stone-paved, smoky old hall, a big fire was burning. The smoke of it drifted up to the ceiling, where it had to find its own way out. Soup was boiling in a big cauldron, and hares and rabbits were roasting on the spit. Tonight you shall sleep with me and all my little animals, the robber girl said. After they had something to eat and drink, they went over to a corner that was strewn with rugs and straw. On sticks and perches around the bedding roosted nearly a hundred pigeons. They seemed to be asleep, but they stirred just a little when the two little girls came near them. They are all mine, said the little robber girl. She seized the one that was nearest to her, held it by the legs, and shook it until it flapped its wings. Kiss it, she cried, and thrust the bird in Gerda's face. Those two are the wild rascals, she said, pointing high up the wall to a hole barred with wooden sticks. Rascals of the woods they are, and they would fly away in a minute if they were not locked up. And here is my old sweetheart, Bay, she said, pulling at the horns of a reindeer that was tethered by a shiny copper ring around the neck. We have to keep a sharp hive on him or he would run away from us too. Every single night I tickle his neck with my knife blade for he is afraid of that. From a hole in the wall she pulled a long knife and grabbed it against the reindeer's neck. After the poor animal had kicked up its heels, the robber girl laughed and pulled Garda down into the bed with her. Are you going to keep that knife in bed with Gerda asked and looked at the little girl, frightened. I always sleep with my knife, the little 
robber girl said, you never can tell what may happen, but let's hear again what you told me before about little Kay, and about why you are wandering through the wide world. Gerga told the story all over again. The little robber girl clasped one arm around Gerga's neck, gripped her knife in the other hand, fell asleep and snored so that one could hear her, but Gerga could not close her eyes at all. She did not know whether she was to live or whether she was to die. The robbers sat around the fire, singing and drinking, and the old robber woman was turning somersaults. It was a terrible sight for a little girl to see. Then the wood pigeon said, We have seen little Kay, a white hen was carrying his sled, and Kay sat in the snow queen's sleigh. What is it that you are saying up there? cried Gerda. Where was the snow queen going? Do you know anything about it? She was probably bound for Lapland, where they always have snow and ice. Why don't you ask the reindeer who is tethered beside you? Yes, there is ice and snow in that glorious land, the reindeer told her. The Snow Queen has a summer tent there, but her stronghold is a castle up near the North Pole, on the island called Spitzenbergen. Okay, little Kay, Gerda sighed. Life. Still, said the robber girl, or I'll stick my knife in your stomach. In the morning, Gerda told her all that the wood pigeons had said. The little robber girl looked quite thoughtful. She nodded her head and exclaimed, Leave it to me, leave it to me. Do you know where Lapland is? She asked the reindeer. Oh, who knows it better than me? The reindeer said, and his eyes sparkled. Listen, the robber girl said to Gerda. If you see all the men are away, mother is still here, and here she'll stay. But before the morning is over, she will drink out of that big bottle, and then she usually dozes off for a nap. As soon as that happens, I will do a good turn. She jumped out of bed, rushed over, and threw her arms around her mother's neck, pulled at her beard bristles, and said, Good morning, my dear. A nanny goat. Her mother thumped her nose until it was red and blue, but all that was done out of pure love. As soon as the mother had tipped up the bottle and dozed off to sleep, little robber girl ran to the reindeer and said, I have a good notion to keep you here and tickle you with my sharp knife. You are so funny when I do, but never mind that. I'll untie your rope and help you find your way outside so that you can run back to Lapland. But you must put your best leg forward and carry this little girl to the Snow Queen's palace where her playmate is. Suppose you heard what she told me, for she spoke so loud and you were eavesdropping. The reindeer was so happy that he bounded into the air. The robber girl hoisted little Garda on his back, carefully tied her in place, and Garda shed happy tears. You ought to look pleased now, said the little robber girl. Here, take these two loaves of bread and this ham along so that you won't starve. When these provisions were tied on the back of the reindeer, the little robber girl opened the door and called in all the big dogs. Then she cut the tether with a knife 
and said to the reindeer, Run, but see that you take good care of the little girl. Gerda waved at the little rubber girl and said goodbye. Then the reindeer bounded away, straight through the great forest, over swamps and across the plains, as fast as he could run. Those are my old northern lights, said the reindeer. See how they flash, and on he ran faster than ever by night and day, and then they were in.